This episode brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now. You're driving, cleaning, and even exercising. But what if you could be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. And auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Multitask right now. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. What's up, Knicks fans? It is a hard Knicks life. We are available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play. And there's a reason why you don't hear Barry right now. Yesterday, he got blocked on Twitter by me and suspended from the program. He had a job to do. He had to get 100 likes to get back on the podcast. And he fell just short. So we're going to let him back on after the music to just beg his way back onto the show pretty much. We are also on Dash Radio. The date and time has changed. It's every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern on the Nothing But Net channel. This is Season 2, Episode 25. And it's time for Barry to fucking beg. This is Randy from North Bergen. I'm Mark. I've been a Knicks fan for 24 years. I've been a Knicks fan since 1992. This is Bart. I'm from D.C. Hey, guys. Steve this here. Manny from Stanford. I've been since the early 90s. It is a hard. It's a hard. It is a hard. Knicks life. Knicks life. Knicks life. It is a hard Knicks life. What's up, Barry? Um, I'm allowed to talk? No, you're not allowed to fucking talk, dude. Shut the fuck up. You've been banned and blocked. Why are you saying what's up? <laughs> you you got how many likes did you get on that tweet? I got 76. 76, Barry. That's not good enough. No. But that's probably like something like, like something like around 76% or so. My math isn't that great. <laughs> Yeah, that's 76%. So would you like to tell everyone how you misbehaved, what you did to deserve this punishment? Or do you feel like it was totally unwarranted? Well, I mean, most of it was very unwarranted. You know, we don't have that much interaction. So, okay. (laughs) So here it is. So so Craig runs the It's a Hard Nick's Life Twitter account, which, as he should, you know, because he's the one that, that started the whole thing. And leading up to the Golden State game... Everybody was asking KD, you know, um, are you going to be coming to the – not even are you going to come to the Knicks. How do you think all these rumors start that you're coming to the Knicks? Is there any truth to that? And in usual Durant fashion, he basically avoided the question and just said, you know, the future will be as it may. I'm just playing ball. And Craig brought up in a tweet the fact that when we had Alonzo Trier's mom on, he directly asked her, is Kevin Durant going to sign with the Knicks? And she said no comment. So – you know, it was a little tongue-in-cheek because obviously, you know, obviously she doesn't know anything. Barry, you know, you're talking comment. a lot but, for someone who's well, been Well, I want to explain the little backstory here. <laughs> All right. Right? So obviously she's going to say no comment. But, it, but it, like, let's say she did know, then she's still going to say no comment, which is why it was funny what she did. So I said something like, ask me if I have any inside information about Giannis signing in New York in two years so that you can ask me and then I can say no comment. But instead of that, you, you said, what sources do I know? Right. So yeah. I said, what I sources know- do you know? Yeah. So I said, I know you. You know, my, my, it's a hard next life, uh, you know. Right. And I said, I said, that's a horrible source. To I'm which I replied, source. the source of all my agony. And right. then you blocked me. 
Well, that was a mean thing to say. The source of all your agony. You you blocked me from my own show. That's right. <laughs> Which is ridiculous. And the last show, I did not realize how much you were sniffling the entire goddamn oh, yeah. time. I, that and was until, awful. Until I had to edit everything together and every two seconds you were sniffling. Let's take a listen to some of these sniffles. Check this out. It was a lot. They kept that is going. so annoying. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that is there so were about annoying. 165 sniffles over the course Ugh. of like 45 minutes. That is so annoying. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm sorry. I will not ever do that again because that was horrible. And I, I would have so hated you, to have to listen to that. You want to? The fans, I think, gave some ideas of how you should get back on the podcast. Because if you're not willing to meet some of these conditions, dude, we're just going to cut you out right now, and you'll be back next week. Oh, All right? So. Okay. So are you Let's willing see. to do whatever we ask? I'm willing to listen. <laughs> I couldn't see most of this stuff because I was blocked. Oh, here we go. Tommy had a suggestion. Oh, I'm sure it's brilliant. <laughs> you should have to watch 10 hours straight of Frank playing only offense, <laughs> which, is aw- which is an awful punishment. I don't even know if that's possible, 10 hours Yeah, I don't, I don't think he had that much uh, time <laughs> with the ball. No. Maybe just 10 hours straight of him on the offensive side of the court. And then uh, Darth Ewing, at Danny K5782, said he should have to attend the next Knicks game wearing a Bargnani jersey. Oh, which that's on. really letting you off easy, though. Right? <laughs> Actually, maybe it's not. That's pretty embarrassing. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a Bargnani Knicks jersey at a game. <laughs> so those were the two on my twitter feed nobody really seemed to care all that much that you were blocked no offense barry but there wasn't any outcrying of support did you have yeah, any just... people reach out to you no i mean i no. like i said I, my my likes were climbing up I mean, i'm not i don't have a lot of followers it's not like the uh hard Nicks live twitter page you know where you've got a couple thousand followers i i have i think like less than 200 so, but you got 70, I, 76, 76. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. So because you came close, I figured we'd let you back on if you're willing to do what I want you to do for the next podcast. Not this one, but the next one. The next one. And what is we that? Because we go to London, right? Knicks go to London. Next, next week they go to London. Next week they go to London. What if? Do me a favor. Can you do a British accent right now? Like, Maybe. uh... Sing some Oasis or Spice Girls or something. <laughs> I could probably talk like it if you want me to talk. <laughs> what? That is awful. That's is it really accent? it. You don't think it's good? That's better. It's pretty good. It's getting better. I'd probably slide in and out, maybe. What's great is the facial expressions you're doing while you say it. You have to get into the, the, the right <laughs> mindset, you understand? You have to get right into that <laughs> mindset to really, really pull it forth. Why are you squinting so much? Do Brits squint like that? I don't know. Perhaps. <laughs> you're squinting and your your forehead is always wrinkled. Well, I don't know if I could do this for a whole show. <laughs> See, I this, didn't ask this, you to do it for a whole show. Actually. A taste. Hold just on. That a is taste, a good idea. A I was just going to say maybe you start off the next podcast in a British accent. But what if you do the entire next podcast with that British act, that, that shit British accent? Are you up for that? <laughs> <laughs> that that Dude, I don't the think the entire I can that. thing. <laughs> I don't think I can handle that. 
And you're going to have to throw in some common British phrases like blokes and wankers as often as you can. Would that get annoying for everyone? I'm sure it would. It could be almost as annoying as the sniffles. <laughs> I don't know which is more annoying, dealing with that horrible accent for an hour. All right. So, so if you want to do the rest of the show right now, you got to do that next week. <laughs> okay. All right. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. All right. Good. We'll call you British Barry. Dude, some crazy rumors came out today. Everyone got super excited about these <laughs> about the- uh, Kings, Knicks, Can- Ennis Cantor trade rumors. Woj, there was a Woj bomb. Not really a Woj bomb because nothing happened. But you know the, Knicks, is, though? the Knicks the are talking thing- to the Kings. Yeah, but it's the type of thing you get excited when you see Ennis Cantor maybe leaving and then you see what you're getting and it's like, are you that excited? Right, right. Does it really matter? <laughs> I think fans just get excited when there's any sort of... I get excited when there's any sort of roster moves. It's Change is exciting, you know? I guess so, with this um, roster. But yeah, you look into it a little more and you're like, oh, uh, Cantor straight up for Zebo. Then you're like, well, Zebo's not even playing right. He's not even in the Sacramento rotation. He hasn't played a game. He's also expiring. He's 37 years old. You know, and then you're like, what's the, what are we getting out of that exactly? Nothing. Was... <laughs> the, the, the contracts are expiring at the end of the year anyway. Right. So there has, um, so Mark Berman later on the, in the day said that the Knicks would need a little something back, at least a small asset back with Zebo. Right. Did you right. see that? Well, yeah, but I mean, that's common sense. Like, otherwise, like, what's the, again, what's the... What's right, the there's point? no point. Unless, unless you're just, you're just like, sick. Unless, like, unless behind the scenes, Canner is, like, really a sourpuss because he's not in the starting rotation. You right. Know, and it's actually even more apparent to the Knicks organization than he's uh, showing to the media. Right, but there would be absolutely no reason to get that trade done now, right? right. Like, let's say at the trade deadline, you can't, you haven't, fe- you've exhausted every angle and you've spoken to every team nobody wants the guy which i'd find hard to believe actually me too then then you trade him for whatever you can get even if well, it's that's just the thing i mean it does make player it does make more sense for sacramento than it does for the knicks because again you're getting a guy that's been active you know yeah. for the last bunch of years he does right. put up numbers you know they are i think they're only like two games back out of the eighth seed of the playoffs if the playoffs were starting now so it definitely makes more sense for sacramento so yeah if you could squeeze a little bit more out of him to get something else you know, then that that's the only way it would it would make sense. Right. I mean he he will help them. They're twenty and twenty one, right? And I don't know what they are after tonight's show, but they're right around five hundred. They're in the ninth spot out west. He puts he'll give you at least like fifteen and ten every night. I mean, they should be willing to give us a little something more than Zach Randolph. You gotta get at least get a second round pick in there, or maybe they're willing to somehow take back like a Courtney Lee. There's gotta be a benefit to us. So I know right. everyone got excited about that, but right. either of those two options that you mentioned are, you know, would be would be beneficial. If you don't get either of those two things, you just hold on to Cantor as long as you can and see what else you can get because the market should heat up for him a little bit. You got to get at least a second round pick back for Cantor. Yeah, guys move in this league. You know, guys with talents move in this league, and um, yeah, I think there's uh, there's definitely there's definitely a home somewhere for him. And that you're going to get more than Zach Randolph. He deserves <laughs> right. more than that. Even Ennis deserves more than that. For one of the leading like rebounders in the game, I think he's top five offensive rebounding. 
we're going to get back a guy that's not even in the rotation. Right. It doesn't make any sense. Of course, no. if anyone's going to get a deal like that done, it's the Knicks. But I have some faith in Scott Perry that he won't let that happen. He, he, he stuck pretty tough with the mellow situation. He didn't give in for months, remember? He didn't give in to those Houston demands. You know, he didn't give in to anything. And I trust in Perry. Not so much Mills, but Perry, yes. Barry, we're at the exact midway point of the season. It's going fast. 41 games in, 10 and 31. This painful season is almost over. <laughs> Dude, it's fast, but it's lately it's I've been having a real hard time watching these games with all these yeah. with Frank and Mitchell out. Mitchell's hurt. Not literally Mitchell's hurt, but it hurts that I can't watch Mitchell play. It hurts know? that he was so close to being back. He was supposed to come back against the Lakers. Did you hear what happened? Yes. Yeah, he, he got a different injury. On a, he slipped on a wet spot at the UCLA. <laughs> practice facility i think he said something like they don't they don't keep those floors as dry as they do in the nba courts you know in the <laughs> college they're a little more slippery like the actual court yeah like the floor is actually slip more slippery in college gyms did you see what he tweeted that same day that he hurt his groin yes i did <laughs> you did you think yeah. that's related here, here let me just read what no. he said the same day he strained his groin on that slippery floor, he tweeted, trust no one. They all out to get you. So I started That's, wondering. I mean, that that uh, came a couple of days after Alonzo Trier had his shirt that said something right. about. Like, um, More commas, less friends. Right, right. It's a lot of mistrust from, with the young kids on the team. Right. I was like, did Cantor like throw some water on the ground to make uh, Robinson strain his groin so it doesn't take away his playing time? That's what he's talking about? Not, and Robinson's not, talking not about trusting. Ennis? Ennis the menace? Trust no one, not even your teammates. He like slipped on the water on the court and then looked behind him and saw Cantor giggling behind a wall, holding a bottle of water. Possible? <laughs> I love where your mind goes sometimes. I think so. <laughs> well, who's he talking about? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? People are very cryptic with their tweets, man. You have no idea what they're saying. They have some type of agenda, and they, they want to get something out, but they, they're not willing to, to give it all, you know? So watching these guys lately, watching, like, it's oh, starting to that's feel... that's the thing. Mitchell Robinson, I mean, he was, he was getting, like, real limited minutes. I mean, he was averaging... It was definitely less than 17 minutes a game. I don't have the, the numbers in front of me, but he was getting very limited minutes. Like, there were games he played 12 minutes, anywhere from 12 to 17. Part of it was due to foul trouble. And I think other parts was, you know, Fizdale just wanted to protect him a little bit. But even amongst all that and those low totals in his minutes, he was still among the leaders in blocks, which was like so encouraging. And you figured as the season progressed, those minutes that he was getting per game were just going to rise. And obviously the blocks would come along with it. And there was actually like a real legitimate chance that he would be in the discussion for like a blocks leader coming off the bench, which would have been like unprecedented, right? And I mean, that with, with all these games that he's missing, it's just he's not going to get back there, you know, to be in that discussion, which is a shame. I mean, you know? he hasn't missed that many games, Barry. He might be. He, I mean, he, there's still a half a season to go. He can get back in that discussion a little bit. Well, let's hope so. Let's I mean, overall so. block leaders, maybe not, but he can go, you know. Right. The per game blocks. Right. Per game blocks. Right. 
I'm just frustrated because it's starting to. F- but that's the thing. That's how impressive it was, though, because I don't think. Holy shit, Barry! If you this is the at second numbers, time you're interrupting me when I'm trying to get this one thought out. Listen, go ahead. It's not. I used to not. You know talk what? Do British lot, right? Barry. Used to give me crap. You know what? I'm adjusting the punishment. If I ever tell you do British Barry in this show, I want you to do it. No. British Barry, right now. <laughs> no, you whatever have to you're going to say. You have to wait till next <laughs> week, man. Fuck. <laughs> you gotta wait. So, because I gotta perfect it a little bit. If I'm gonna, yeah, you know, what? I don't want to. I don't want to do this show alone anyway. So. <laughs> I guess I gotta let it slide. Yeah. Actually, but when no, I blocked the, the you fact- and banned you from the show, I was like, "Ugh, is that a mistake?" <laughs> the fact that he was amongst the leaders in total blocks with that limited amount of game time was what was so impressive. I mean, yeah, per game, sure, but but he was actually among the leaders in most blocks recorded, which was just you know asinine for the amount of, of minutes right. he was getting playing so like anyway. 13, 15 minutes a game yeah. or whatever. So yeah, we definitely miss Mitch for sure. I'm just getting frustrated this part of the season. It's reminding me a little bit of last year when KP went out, right? Just watching so much of Trey Burke and Hazonia and Cornette and Cantor and all these guys that you know probably aren't going to be here next year. You know, it's just hard to... We're watching a rebuilding team. I want to see the young guys that I know are part of the future. And most of the guys getting big minutes... Like, I'm uncertain, and it's probably unlikely that they're even here next year. It reminds me of last year when we were, spent all our time watching Jarrett Jack and Michael Beasley and Kyle oh, O'Quinn. And you're like, me dude, off, man. I like, why am I investing my time into these guys? Yeah, well, at least you're not seeing Courtney Lee. You're not seeing Lance Thomas. Fizdale made it clear. He had a talk with these guys, said, you know, look, you're going to have to sit down. You know, you know what this team's about this year. So, I mean, he's been holding true to that since he came out with that. Unfortunately, yeah. I mean, Hazonia's soaking up those minutes. Burke's soaking up those minutes because of the injuries to the other guys. So hopefully they bounce back quick, you know, and they're not these lingering injuries. The, the Knicks have a bunch of games off or a bunch of days off, rather, when they're traveling, um, you know, over to over to England. So so that'll give them some time to, to rest up and recover. So you pretty much got our asses handed to us against the Warriors. Well. Right. Before we go into that, let's listen to Kevin Durant. Did you hear the bites he had? The day of the game? Yes. Listen to this. This is Durant on Knox. Um, got a chance to watch, you know, um, a lot of the young guys in the league so far, and he's one of the guys that's been having a, you know, after he's, he's been, he was injured to start the season for a bit, and now he's coming back, and, uh, you know, coach put him in the starting lineup, and he's playing some great minutes, and, you know, really starting to get a feel for the game, and uh, he has a bright future ahead of him. Barry, did you hear what he said? He said he referred to Fizdale as coach. That's all I care. Yeah. I don't give a shit what he said about Knox there. He called Fizz coach. He called him coach, okay. Barry. Okay. Okay. And then listen to this. In New York, in New York I mean, you've been linked to the team forever. So it's been like anonymous reports for months. We never, you know, nothing's ever come from you. So I was wondering, is any of that stuff true? Is that a team you might consider? Um, I have no clue where that, where that stuff comes from. I just focus on playing ball every single day, and uh, I can't control what people say about me or what they say about my future or what I should do, but I just come try to come to work every single day, and life will figure itself out for me. So he didn't say no, Barry. He didn't he say didn't no. He didn't say hell no. No. I think it was hell no he said it was before, so yeah, that's right. He, that's, uh, when that's he was asked sign. like a couple years ago, would you ever come to New York, he said hell no, right? He right. didn't say hell no now, and he's calling Fizz that's coach. Right. And when I was watching him during these sound bites, I was just watching him like, 
Oh, it would be so incredible if he ever ended up here. He's so it fucking would. good. Yeah. <laughs> Watching the Warriors play that game against us, dude. Oh, my Ugh. God. If we were ever, like, a tenth as good as the Warriors, I would have so much fun watching this team they're a great team i mean obviously but i mean they just do everything right and uh yeah i mean it's effortless effort effortlessless it's so effortless Effortless. it's effortlessless all right they're having fun (laughs) they're having fun doing it they just swing that ball around dude like oh my god all around around the the horn and then there's a guy wide open underneath the net they get it right to him and it's a dunk everybody loves passing the ball you're right and yeah, and it leads to great opportunities. And not only are they great opportunities, but even if it's not, even if it's a contested shot, I mean, these guys are just supreme NBA players that, you know, more times than not, they're going to make that hard shot too. So yeah, it's just everything stacked against you when you play Golden State. It is the opposite of us. They can pass. Do we have anyone who can pass or shoot? And they have a whole team full of them. You see it when they play and it's not a surprise. They lead the NBA in assists per game. With 28.3 assists per game. Compare that to the Knicks who are dead last at 19.7 per game. You know, so you got, you know, the best against the worst. And it, and it, it just showed throughout the whole game. You know, another thing is they're, is they're shooting. You know, like, like we touched upon that these guys are making shots. And that's another stat. Golden State leads the league in field goal, field goal percentage. You know, 48.4%. Who's dead last in field goal percentage? The Knicks. You know, dead last. 43% field goal percentage. You know, there's actually one positive stat that the Knicks are above Golden State in. What's that? You want to take a? I'll, I'll let you take a stab one at it. One positive multiple stat. Choice. The Knicks. There's one positive stat that the Knicks are actually above Golden State in this statistic. And I'll give you three choices to choose from. Is it A rebounds, B free throw percentage, oh. or C turnovers? What are the Ooh. Knicks? better at than golden state that's a great question thank you it's rebounds free throw percentage or turnovers yes and you've got five seconds i'm gonna say turnovers now you are correct the knicks are actually seventh in the league in fewest turnovers per game with 13.9 well you'd expect golden state to turn over a lot just because of how 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 fast they play and how much yeah yeah how much they pass the ball and and the pace they play at right yeah I mean, like when they play at that pace, you can make mistakes. You know, they they made some mistakes. They threw the ball away. But it's just because they're whipping it around so much. They score so much that they can afford to make mistakes and to take chances, you know? Right, right. A lot of times they find themselves, you know, up with a big lead. And yeah, they take a lot of chances. They want to go for the fun play, the big play. I was getting so frustrated during that game that we don't have any, any, any. We don't have any great passers. And we don't have any great shooters. It's... It's really, really pathetic. Like, we can sit and all complain about how the Knicks suck and, you know, we're never going to be good. We're never going to be good if we don't have... Sh- we need we need shooters and passers. <laughs> like, every team has them. We don't have any. The one guy we pay a ton of money to, Tim Hardaway Jr. Do you know that he is on our team as far as field goal percentage? He's, he's 11th on the team in field goal percentage. <laughs> it's too low. <laughs> That's too low. 39%. He's like the highest paid player on the team right now. On the team right now. I don't know if Cantor's, Cantor and him are close, but his field goal percentage is 11th on the team. 
He's eighth on the team in three-point shooting, Barry. Eighth. And he should be like our number one or number two three-point <laughs> shooter as far as efficiency, and, and, and he's not. I mean, he still takes bad shots. Do you remember at the beginning of the season, there were games that he would get to the line, the free-throw line, like 10 times? And lately, he's just not doing it. I don't understand. He's, you know, and he shoots 86% from the line. He excels there. You'd think he'd want to live there, especially with the poor performances he's had lately. Right. I don't understand why he's not taking it to the basket as much. He was doing such a great job of that, which was really opening up his game behind the arc earlier this season. That's why he was shooting so much better. That's why he was getting more points. You know, he's dropping down. He's still at above 20 points per game, I think. But it's, it's slowly coming down. And he, he seems less confident. Um, I mean, the other thing, which, I mean, it's always been poor, but I mean, to, I, ju I just said how the Knicks are actually seventh in the league in, in, in fewest turnovers, but I've noticed he's been turning over the ball a lot. You know, I used to think that he had some moves, that he had some handle. He does not at all. <laughs> I mean, he loses the ball so much and it's not even because of good defense. He just, he just messes up. He just, he can't dribble the ball that well. And, and I mean, I thought like we saw all these training videos and like, like we, like we, we, you know, talked about this all the time with the summer. How you can't put any stock into these training videos, but you saw him like with all these dribbling drills and this and that. It seems like it doesn't help him at all. He's such a poor ball handler. It's really pathetic. It really is. And and, and you know, he seems like he just seems like a, a natural basketball player, great athlete. You know, you see the talent, and I mean, it's just weird to me that he has such a poor handle with the ball. Do you think it's at all because related to the plantar? fasciitis or whatever he's dealing no. with no no is that just an excuse I, I don't think they're it's giving related to it, do, at, look maybe maybe the fact that he's not driving as much because maybe he feels like he doesn't have that big first step of power because right. of what he's dealing with but it should not affect his dribbling you know i understand him maybe not being that fast but it, it's not even like that guys are, are hitting the ball away that much it just seems like he loses control I've been noticing it like for the last two to three months. It's really been awful. Um, but I, you know, he, he's got to take it to the basket more often because, you know, even if he doesn't make and convert the basket, chances are nine times out of ten he's gonna draw the foul, and he's a great free throw shooter. It just doesn't make sense to me. He's a smart enough player that he should know, you know, what he has to do, you know, especially when when the position he's in on this team with no presence. Earlier in the season, when he was striving, everyone, uh, the announcers would constantly say, you know, how, how how his game was so much better this year because he was getting to the line. And when he got to the line, he's, you know, his scoring averages were way up and, you know, he just changed his game. But yeah, lately he hasn't been doing that. And it's, he's just, and it, and it's helping your team. Right. I mean, more times than not, the other team's got the momentum yeah. in the Knicks game. You know, whoever the Knicks are playing. So whenever you could stop the clock and slow the other team down and then add a point or two from the free throw line, it's it's, it's helping you. Yeah. You know, so somebody's got to get in his ear and he, he's got he's to get back to doing that because he was doing a great job with it. Yeah, I don't think he's a bad player. I think he's very talented. Why? My problem with him is just, I mean, it just sucks that he's getting paid what he's getting paid and he's basically our number one option right now. And... He's basically been given just he's been handed the start that starting role and and all those minutes. He gets so many minutes and he puts up so game the only reason he's averaging 20 plus points a game is cuz he puts up so many shots. He gets so many more shots than anyone else on the team, but why is he is he only given that opportunity because of what he's getting paid? Cuz his his results don't really warrant 
you know, the the leash he's being given by Fizdale. It's, I mean, that's disappointing to me because you want accountability for everyone. And if there's one guy that I haven't seen a lick of accountability for, it's it's Tim Hardaway Jr. You know, he could, the dude could be like two for 18 and they, they the uh, Fizdale will sub him in in the final three minutes out for someone who was shoot who was doing pretty well, you know. I don't know what the deal is with that. If he's just a, if he's like a Scott Perry, Steve Mills guy, I know Mills is huge on him. I think we need to move him in order to free up some space for some free agents the next couple summers. My worry is that Steve Mills will never move him, regardless of what's right. going on. They had the perfect opportunity earlier this season. We were saying, you know, trade him now. Well, he's averaging 25 plus points a game. He's at his peak. And now what's happened? He's dropped off to the same place he was last year. He's shooting... I think he's shooting worse than he did last year right now. He cannot be shooting under 40% getting that many attempts, you know? Fucking Tim Hardaway Jr. Unreal. Did you hear Fizdale's comments after the Warriors game? No. On, dude, on the, I, I shut the, on the road off. trip as a whole, pay. right? Are you kidding? <laughs> right, so then... I should have caught up the next so day. So then it's but good no, I mean, that... I, I, uh, dude, I could, it was tough watching those games. I was in and out you know, of oh, all these, those games. So late, dude. Fucking, torture. Torture. Oh, torture. These West Coast road trips. You know, and you try to get yourself in the right mindset, but then, like, you're watching the clock. Okay, I had dinner. Okay, put the kids to bed. Okay, it's 8 o'clock. Oh, I could watch, like, an hour show with my wife tonight, even though the Knicks are playing. That's rare. And then you still got, like, two hours before the game starts. It's like, oh, my gosh. Right. It's like, what am I going to do for Crazy. this next hour and a half? I'm, like, eating all this shit to just stay awake. I'm having cups of coffee at 9.30 at night, <laughs> whatever I can do, because I don't want to be drifting off, because I've been there before. Right? And then it's like, you know, I, it's like I force myself to watch these games, but if I'm, like, drowsy, it's like I'm, like, in the zombie state. I'm not even paying attention, so what's the point? So, like, I fill myself up with caffeine to stay up, <laughs> you know? And, uh, yeah, like today I'm, like, yawning all day from, like, oh, the start of the day. It's really tough. I'm so happy that they're coming home. And I feel like I have to watch. If, if, if we weren't doing this show, I would just let myself fall asleep oh. the way we've been playing. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. You know, but there's, you know, we're held to some certain amount of accountability. You know, you feel so guilty if you miss a minute of Knicks basketball. Right, you right. talk about it in any type of intelligent way. <laughs> right. So we had a rough road trip, right? Me and you. Right. And probably all Knicks fans. What was our record on that West Coast trip? One and three? One and one and four, <laughs> one and something. One and something. <laughs> right, we've lost like seventeen of nineteen. There's a lot of Here, <laughs> losses that we stack up between our wins. We haven't been winning. We have not been winning a lot, and that road trip was fucking awful. This is what Fizdale had to say at the end of that trip. Hardest road trip of the whole season, longest road trip of the season in the books. What's your takeaway from this? Oh, we, we, we got some, uh, we grew some thick skin over this. Uh, you know, we took some lumps from some good teams. Uh, we ended up getting a good road win. I thought we were in competitive in most games. Uh, again, it's always, I keep, you know, looking at it and seeing just it's a chunk of the game where we just, you know, we don't play good basketball. Um, and, uh, but I do see some things coming out of the young guys where we saw some improvement. Um, you know, I know for sure our team is tighter at the end of this trip than we were at the beginning of this trip, and that's always a good thing. That was a little ridiculous. Come on, Fizz. That was ridiculous, <laughs> dude. Come on. I mean, he's talking like a coach that's trying to hold on to his job, but dude, relax. <laughs> You're not going to lose your job. Come on. 
Why are you trying to put a positive spin on this miserable road trip? You've got to be so happy to get home. I mean, you tell me the team is tighter because of all this. I know misery they're loves tighter. company. You know, so maybe gives, that's it. They're, who they're, they're, gives they're, a flying fuck if this team full of players who aren't even going to be here next year are tighter after the trip? And they've built thick. I mean, talk about a talk about spin, Barry. They built some. They built you know, some I, thick I, skin I, I, I on think, this trip. That's the best spin you could I put on. In, just like getting yes, obliterated. Exactly what it is is a spin because I think inside the locker room he's got this big wheel, and he's like, "All right, what am I going to tell Rebecca today when I walk out there?" And he spins the wheel, and he's like, "Okay, let's see, um, accountability, no." And it's like, "Oh." Look at that. We're tighter because of it. That's what I'm going to roll with. That's what I'm going to go with for this one. It's like Fizdale's wheel of fucking bullshit <laughs> that he's going to that he's gonna say. Uh. I mean, I, I, I like the dude, but I mean, sometimes it's a little thick. So, Stefan Bondi. Let's just put this Porzingis shit to, to rest, Barry. Does that sound good? Let's yeah. put it to rest. Yeah. Stefan put Bondi, a few days ago, said Sean Marks and the Nets were high on Porzingis. The Knicks re-signing him is not a foregone conclusion. You know, basically watch out for the Nets. They might snag him away from the Knicks. Right. They like signing good right. players. Right. Everyone likes signing good. Everyone <laughs> is interested in Porzingis. And then a couple days later, who who said the Spurs were interested in Porzingis? Woj. That actually Woj came from Woj. said the Spurs were, I right. don't know. Did that one come from Woj? Or Just no, assume no, no, no. everything or thinking, comes from Woj. I'm thinking the Cantor thing came from Or am I thinking the Cantor thing came you know, It doesn't matter who said it. It was definitely, I saw Woj and Knicks and I was like, oh, there's some legitimacy here. Everyone started talking about how the Spurs are also interested in Porzingis. Nobody is getting Porzingis. Nobody is getting our fucking unicorn. All right? doesn't matter how interested everyone is. Barry, it's not even, it's, it's a simple thing. What's, why is everyone so fucking stupid? He's a, he's a restricted free agent. The Knicks, no matter guess, what, the Knicks, are the Knicks going to offer him a full guaranteed max right off the bat? I don't know. But if anyone else does, they will give it to him. You know what it is? In this league, you see the word restricted attached to guys all the time, and it ends up going right out the window. It happens all the time. So I guess it just holds, it doesn't hold that much weight. So even though he's restricted, I don't think it means anything's a given because you've seen that just get dropped by teams before because you know they just they just want to get out of whatever bad negative situation they're in i don't think Przingis is going to spin it into that type of situation i i think he's willing to be here i mean hopefully um he gets a like a wink wink from uh like a, a kd or somebody that says don't worry dude i'm coming and we've got to turn new york around i mean that's why that's, well, i that's think Porzingis right? Porzingis gave us a little clue as to his mindset Hoop Central on Twitter tweeted, basically reiterated that Spurs interest news. KP immediately blocked them. They obviously retweeted that, that, he, that they were suddenly blocked by Porzingis. So basically he was shut, he said, shut the fuck up. This is ridiculous. Right. And then he said he didn't mean to do it, but you know. Yeah, I don't know. Like, what, why did everyone go? Cr deliberately, you have to <laughs> yes. do to block You've got to go. I mean, well, you know, you just blocked me yesterday. So, you know. Yeah, how and you it's difficult. You got to like go to their profile, click on those dots, and then go. To, it's, it's in this area. It's not like accidentally <laughs> following or unfollowing someone. You got to go out of your way, like right. you said. There's no fucking accident. Right. But Barry, there's no chance he goes. I'm telling you, there's no chance. The most money he can make by far is with the Knicks. 
Nobody gets out of there before they sign that big first deal. He might demand a trade a year or two after he signs it if shit goes really sour, but I'm sorry to the Nets. I'm sorry to the Spurs. I'm sorry to every other team in the league. It's obvious why they would want a Porzingis. Before he went down, you looked at him as a, in the very near future, top 10 guy. Top 10, top 15 at worst. He's a superstar. Everyone wants our superstar unicorn, Barry. Can't fucking have him. Of course. Max Kellerman. The fuck is up with him? (laughs) (laughs) Should they match any offer the Knicks for Porzingis? Nope. I'm a humanitarian, and I don't. I don't think that Porzingis should be consigned to this fate for the rest of his career. Because oh. he wants I mean, to live the American dream and he I can't mean, with the Knicks? You got to let him go. You got to let him go. They're going to ruin his career. This is such a bad organization. And, and by the way, right now they got a hell of a coach and they have a solid GM and they have um, even the PR department is much different than it used to be. I have to acknowledge the changes they've made. But you've even heard Dolan recently comment about never tanking and and every single one of his impulses is the wrong impulse. And they will almost certainly ruin Chris Stapp's Porzingis. And so this is a team that I rooted for for, I don't know, the first 38 years of my life before mm-hmm. I finally said I've had enough. You know what, you know what Porzingis would do? What mm-hmm. Popovich would do if he could get his hands on Porzingis? Porzingis has the chance. You can't mm-hmm. say this only, you say mm-hmm. this about five or six players. Mm-hmm. has a chance to be the best player in basketball. Mm-hmm. That one day he can have some time as, mm-hmm. as the recognized best player in basketball. Mm-hmm. Let him pursue that opportunity because I do not trust the Knicks with a commodity as precious as Porzingis. I personally wish that ESPN would send you to L.A. You don't deserve to be in New York anymore. You're a traitor. That dude, man, he's like one of those guys that from day one, he's been saying the Knicks should just tank. Like even if they win one game out of 10, he's like, oh, they shouldn't have won the game. I, I couldn't listen to him before. And then after saying all the stuff he said about letting Porzingis go, I mean, are you out of your mind? We owe it to Porzingis to let him flourish? <laughs> That's basically the essence of what he was saying, that that we owe it to Porzingis to become the best Porzingis he can be and let him go? No. You, you, you keep him. You grow your team. You build your team. You thank your lucky stars that he's a Nick. <laughs> And you do anything you can do to keep him here. You give him away. What type of organization? You want this franchise to turn itself around? You shit on this franchise, Kellerman. Every <laughs> fucking chance you get. And then you want to just give Brazingus away Barry. so that and, and be good to him. Be British Barry. Bollocks! Bollocks! Is that a, is that a British? Your fucking audio better be good in this show because you're screaming. I know. Hopefully it's not <laughs> popping like crazy. Oh, yeah, basically, he basically he's but saying no, what? But- that Porzingis, we, the Knicks should be like, you know what? We're so bad. Porzingis is too good for us. We should give him away to someone else to enjoy because we don't deserve having a Porzingis. Right, we want him to be the best version of himself, and that's not in a Nick uniform. Get the fuck out of here. And meanwhile, the day that and that he's, happens, he's supposed, Keller, to, be a Nick, get on the he's supposed to be a Knicks fan, right? Well, supposedly he used to be, or, but he, the thing is, he's a, he's a New York guy. He's a New York guy. But the thing is, the day that that happens and the day that he gets shipped off somewhere else, you're going to be on the airwaves and you're going to be saying, how did the Knicks let him get away? You had him. You had a, a, a what could possibly be a top five player in this league get away. It, 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 it was like when, when you really break it down, it makes absolutely no sense. Oh, 
as to what he was saying. And, and I'm glad Stephen A. Smith called him out on it. There's not too many times you can get behind Stephen A. Smith and say, yeah, Stephen A. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, I did, but I did today. I mean, we have yelled a lot about today. Stephen A. But <laughs> Yes. But today he spoke up for the New York fans and, 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 and basically told Kellerman, you know, just get out of my face, you traitor. For one day we had Stephen A. in our corner. <laughs> That's right. We rallied behind him. Fuck Max Kellerman, right? <laughs> so yeah, so next week the Knicks go off to London, and and you know we all know who won't be going with them is Ennis, mm-hmm. uh, because he's afraid for his life. He he thinks that um, if he goes over to to why Britain, are you fucking smiling that, about that, Barry? That's I think that's a valid concern of his. I'll tell you why, and I'll tell you why. It's a valid concern. You know, I know a lot of bad stuff has, has been going on. You know, his father. You know, I think um, is going uh, potentially in March. There's going to be like a hearing with his father involved in it, where he could potentially go to prison for up to like ten years or something. But the, you know, he thinks that there's a bunch of Turkish spies in England, and he's gotten death threats before, and he thinks that that they could put a hit on him, and some Turkish agent is going to is going to take him out. If he goes to England, so, so the reason I was smiling, and I don't mean to make light of it, because but that in the in the way the world is right now, Barry. Before you go on, the, what you just said, maybe if you told me this two years ago, I'd say that's ridiculous. But that shit is going on in the world right now. That's not that crazy. I I understand I understand that, but you don't think that there's that there's representatives from the Turkish government here in in the U.S. and that if they really wanted to off canter that they couldn't do it here in no the because States. you are Why not going to get so away much, with that here you don't think so no but when you leave the united states it's the fucking wild wild west well that's the way he sees it well and, that's the way uh, i see it too i mean that american just got like apprehended in russia going to a wedding and now might be imprisoned for like six months based right. on spy charges i mean yeah when he's a wanted man by turkey supposedly he took a risk just by going to canada Right, because he was leaving the states. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I don't blame the dude. But well, you I don't, think it's well, I don't fault. I don't fault. No, I don't fault him for not going. I just, you know, I think, I think that they've got their hands spread far enough that if they really wanted him, they really wanted him dead. I mean, I, I would think that they could make it happen just as just as easily here as there. I mean, you've got a little bit more faith. No, there's a there's a in our defense. I mean, usually we don't get political, really, but no. There's this guy, have you heard about Putin and this American that he has been trying to get his hands on for many years? No. So some like American businessman in the legal system here in America sort of took down Putin and a lot of his uh, close wealthy friends. And because of whatever this businessman did, Putin and his friends don't have access to like millions and millions of dollars that they, that they want to have access to, but it's because they stole it and then we're hiding it in offshore bank accounts or something. And, and all those assets are frozen. They can't get to it. And Putin's been trying to get at this guy for years. He even asked Trump earlier this year when some of the sanctioned shit was going on about Trump handing over this guy to him. And Trump was like, Oh, I'll think about it. But he's been trying, he wants him dead. And that guy is afraid of first fear, fear, fears for his life. And, um, but he can't get to him because he's in America. I just don't think that you get away with as much stuff here. I mean, I don't know. I don't think Cantor is right. that crazy. He's a wanted man. If he ever goes into Turkey, he's 
I think he's a, like they he's uh they think he's a traitor. They say he's committed treason. Which in America, if you commit treason, you could you know be given the death penalty. In America, what will they do to you right. out there in the rest of the world? Yeah, totally. And I mean, it it did not go unnoticed. And I mean, the chief advisor to Ergodon, the uh, the president of of Turkey, the chief advisor released a statement like specifically towards Ennis Cantor. Did you did you see that? No. What was that statement? The statement. So I'm I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I'll read the uh, the experts. The, give us the, the Barry's. Give the Barry summary. So um, he said, I, I received with concern the news about the delusions targeting the Republic of Turkey of Ennis Cantor. This is Turkish Barry. This is my Turkish accent. You get you got British <laughs> Barry, and now you're getting Holy Turkish. Holy shit! Who pledged loyalty to the ringleader of the Fethullah terrorist organization? And his statement that he would miss the game in London due to fears of being assassinated by Turkey. We know that he has not been able to travel to many countries due to his visa issues since 2017. In other words, Cantor cannot enter the UK not because of his fears of his life, as he claims, but due to passport and visa issues. Such remarks con constitute another example of the political smear campaign Cantor has been conducting against Turkey. And... He also regarded the British security forces as weak and attempted to harm Turkish and British relations. So this guy's going back at Cantor, saying Cantor's full of, full of BS. Hmm. But then Cantor went back at him, and that's when Cantor showed his documentation. And he said, no, I have the visas. I've got all what I need. I've got the travel documents allowing me to go to the UK, but I don't trust you mother effers. So I'm staying put right here. Yeah, well, let me ask you this. Why is that dude so angry about this? Yeah. Why is he so angry about Cantor not going to London for a game? Yeah. You know why? Because he had that whole fucking plan ready to go. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe you're right. And Cantor's like, fuck you, dude. I'm about to sign a big contract if the Knicks will ever fucking put me back in the games. Right. This is going to give me a few days to go over to Sacramento and talk to some people. <laughs> See what it's like out there. <laughs> Hopefully he'll feel safe in Sacramento. <laughs> yeah, even if it's only Zach Randolph, you don't care one way or the other. I mean, no, you want the Knicks to end up on the good side of a deal. That's all. Yeah, if you're gonna make a if, deal, at least get something. Like, don't don't be everyone's bitch. Don't bet. Like yeah, been. yeah, yeah. Don't better. Don't <laughs> don't better the other team. All right. Where you're not gonna improve at all. Yeah, you're right. You don't do be it. a bitch. Don't be a bitch. It's simple. Simple, simple rule in life. Don't be anybody's bitch. Boom, Barry. That's the show. That's the fucking show. I had fun. Welcome back. Thanks, Greg. You're going to unblock me now? Well, you got to do the accent next week. Oh, you're kidding. Contact us, guys. It's a hardnickslife at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at hardnickslife. And follow Barry. He needs yeah. some followers, right? Yeah, I can use some followers. I mean, I'm not going to clog up your, your timeline unless I got something to say. You know, and that's at, what Barry, is Dwar at Barry Dworkin. At Barry Dworkin. And call us. If you want to call, call us, us, leave a message, tell us about your hard next life, whatever it may be. 516-33-MESH-1. Thank you to our VIP, Arnold's Lysans. Yes, Arnold's hanging tough. What's our upcoming schedule here, Barry? Anything good on the horizon? Yeah, we got a couple of games. So we're back at home, Friday back night. Back at home, finally back at home. Yep, so we got Indiana, Friday night, and then we got a Sunday early afternoon game at 1 o'clock at the Garden against Philadelphia. And then next Thursday, across the pond in London. 
Give us a taste, British Barry. Let's close it out with some British you want, Barry. You want a little taste? You want a, a little, little just, taste. Just, just a little taste? Okay, Give well, me some wonders. Sing Wonderwall. Today is gonna be the day that they're gonna throw it back to you. Before I forget, guys, don't forget. Go on to iTunes. If you love the show, leave us some positive reviews. Goes a long way in helping out the show. It is a hard Nick's life, guys. See ya. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.